BTO ain't seen nothing yet. One of so many hits. I mean, so many hits. It really is remarkable. I was thinking about this, and if you wanted to put it together, okay, the Mount Rushmore of Canadian rock and roll. Randy Bachman is front and center. He's the guy. I mean, I don't, I don't know if there's anybody else in our country that comes close. We got some good young pop singers out there right now that are making a lot of noise and doing really well, but they still got a ways to go to catch up with the godfather of Canadian rock and roll. And it extends well beyond our borders and around the world. As you know, there was a time when this was the biggest selling act on the planet. The guess who? I mean, just as big as it gets. Thrilled that we have a chance to chat with the great Randy Bachman today. Randy, thank you so much for your time today. Appreciate you joining us. Hi, happy to join you and be on the air uh, in Edmonton and coming to Calgary and on the Course Radio Network. It's going to be great. The tap is back. Yeah, it is. It's so cool. Uh, you found a new home. It's going to kick off March sixth uh, on Chorus FM Rock Stations. Um, you know, when we when we talk about this this show, I mean, you've you've reached the pinnacle of rock and roll. Now you've reached the pinnacle of broadcasters. When a show goes away and the public demand and outcry is so strong that you come back somewhere else. I mean, people love this show, Randy. Thank you very much. I've got to, <clears throat> excuse me. I've got to say I love it too because I get to tell stories of things that have happened. I mean, I left home when I was like eighteen, went on the road with the Guess Who, and then BTO. Then I produced Trooper, and so I played on so many. When you're doing two hundred gigs a year and it goes on for uh, four decades, you meet a lot of people and. I'm fans of everybody I played with. You know, I'm I'm buddies with Neil Young and Jimmy Page and, and the Beach Boys and people like that because you're playing shows and you're hanging out in the dressing room, and you get to tell stories about them that nobody knows that aren't printed anywhere because they're your own stories. So it's like I'm taking time travel back through when I'm playing records, and you're sitting next to me on the bus or the airplane, or you're backstage, and you're seeing stuff going on in conversations that. Nobody really knows, and and I love doing the show and sitting there with the guitar, and it's just like I'm in your living room or in your backyard barbecue, and you tell me, you ask me to tell you a story of when I met so and so, or how, why did I write a song? And for me, it's a natural thing, and it's so glad to be back. And I've got to thank literally the tens of thousands of fans that sent me emails and sent everywhere, and to Chorus Radio for contacting me and bringing it back. It's going to be great on Sunday nights. It's just. It's perfect timing. Yeah, I mean, you're right. And the thing about it, Randy, like you say, I mean, these stories and, I mean, going back to the 1960s, I mean, it's almost 60 years of stories that you're bringing to bear here, plus the music you weave, and it's just so relaxed, and it's just, it's just this whole thing. Is it going to be the same show? Are you going to change anything, or are people going to know what's coming? They're going to know what's coming, but I was advised that my audience has come down in age. Because the CBC audience was like, I was getting emails from people in their 80s and 90s who were in <laughs> old folks' homes saying, can you play more Patty Page? And to- can you play more hits from the 40s from when we were teenagers? It's dropped down to, to what I love, the classic rock guys from maybe 18, 19, early 20s into their mid-60s who love rock. And that's what courses. It's like active 
old and new classic rock, and I get to play, because each show has a theme, it might be driving songs, it might be flying songs, it might be girls' names, it might be power trios, I get to play music from 60s, 70s, 80s, and tie it all together, because when I first met so-and-so, it was 1968, then I met him again in 74, and I met him again last year, it also tells the story of my lost Gretsch guitar yeah. that I bought in Winnipeg that was stolen, and I, on that guitar I, I wrote and played these eyes laughing, undone, no sugar, no time, American woman, let it ride, taking care of business, hey you, looking out for number one, and then it was stolen, <laughs> and my magic was gone. Now, and then I get a phone, I get an email, only two, uh, a year and a half ago, saying, I found your Gretchen's in Japan, a guy named Takeshi has it, and he sends me a video of Takeshi playing rocking around the Christmas tree, this was two <laughs> Christmases ago, and the guy's playing my guitar, and he compares it to my video that's on YouTube of BTO doing Looking Out for Number One, and it's my guitar. And I can't speak to this guy, he's Japanese, he sings phonetically. <laughs> Luckily, my daughter-in-law, uh, Eriko, is Japanese. So she contacted him and his manager, we did a Zoom, where she translated, he brought my guitar out, I was in tears. And he said, I'm an honorable man, I did not steal this. I said, I know you weren't even born, but it was <laughs> stolen. It was stolen in 1976, and this guy was born in 78. But he said, I feel I was born to look after your guitar. I felt that when I went to the store, there were six or seven Gretsch guitars, and this one spoke to me, and it told me it was special. And it was in... People's houses and hearts and minds all over the world. I mean, get, I'm getting verklempt here. <laughs> uh, and it was really a touching guitar, so I've been looking after it for you, and I will give it back to you. And I went, wow. And then he said the universal word, but. So but is like the F word. It translates <laughs> into every angle of language. Even though he's speaking Japanese, he says but. And so Erico says, what's the but? He says, I do not want a new Gretsch. I want one the same. I want its twin. You must find me in 1957, oh, man. Gretsch 6120 with the Armin <laughs> pickup that has no mods and no repairs. It must be just like new. And I say, okay, which I think is high. It says yes in Japanese. Hi. <laughs> and then I call all these guys I've collected because I was trying to buy my Gretsch. I bought over 300 Gretsches in, in 30 years trying to find mine because there was no internet. I couldn't see a picture, so I would buy it. It would come to me. I didn't have the art to send it back. I sold it all to Fred Gretsch, and that's now the Gretsch Museum in Savannah, Georgia. It was in Nashville for two years on display. So I called this guy in Loveland, Ohio, Gary's Vintage Guitars, and he's got one. It's his sister. It's, it's three serial numbers off. So I buy it from him. I show it to the key. She said, that's the sister, and I will trade that. So I have a guitar brother I can't even speak to. And now I went and bought its twin, its sister, and I'm going to go to Japan in May and play taking care of business with him and trade guitars. This is being shown for a Netflix documentary called Lost and Found the Magic Guitar, because I wrote and played all my hits on it. I'm good. Oh, so, so you are going to document this journey to get the guitar back? Yeah, because we, Tal and I were doing YouTube since we shut down yeah, for yeah. two years. We got these Friday Night YouTubes with the, with different guitars on it, but it's been documenting, and then we 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 documented the whole thing. So we got somebody in Hollywood who only talked to this week, and the whole thing, we've got uh, documentation. We've been playing this guitar on CBC television with the Guess Who, playing it on BTO videos. I mean, I played it everywhere until it was stolen. So this whole thing will be on Netflix, and the closing song of the closing credits will be written and played on when I get it back. 
it'll be the end of the documentary. I'll play the song called Lost and Found, how I worked night and day to save my pay to buy my first guitar, <laughs> and then how it came back to me in the end. So my life's become a reality show that's going to be kind of on vinyl tap on the radio as it goes on, and then on this Netflix documentary. And Tal and I did a new album in the middle of the whole thing. And so it's kind of a wonderful thing that happened to me during the shutdown, besides getting COVID, you know what I mean? I I went through the whole thing. So it's been quite an unusual couple of years. Randy, I need to, I mean... Why do you do this? It's, I mean, clearly you love it. Is that it? I mean, you don't, you've done it all, man. There's nothing left to prove. I mean, we all know your bona fides are intact. Is it just because you love it? You love talking about the music? You love sharing the stories? You love, I mean, it's just, it's who you are, right? Well, I started the new radio show telling people who I am because a lot of people don't really know my history. And I started the show saying the three most important days of your life and of my life are the day you were born, the day you realize why you were born. It's either to be a painter or shoot hoops or be a baseball player or play music. And today, because I'm here today, and it's a very important day. <laughs> and I knew I was born to play music when I was four or five. I started playing violin. And I played classical violin until I was 14, until I saw Elvis on TV and said, what is that? Yeah. And they said, oh, that's a guitar. That's called rock and roll. I said, I want to do that because it was wild. And classical violin is very unwild. You've got to stand a certain way. Your bow goes up and down a certain way. You have to play these notes that some guy wrote hundreds of years ago. And in rock and roll, you play anything you want. And people love it because it's wild and crazy. So I, I started doing that. And two years later... The band I was in recorded a song called Shake It All Over. They changed their name to the Guess Who, and here I am today. I, I get up every day and do what I love, and even though I couldn't play music for the last couple of years on stage, I get to do it on YouTube, and I get to do Randy's Vinyl Tap on the radio, and I'm sitting there with a the guitar telling stories. I'm a happy guy. This is really great. Hey, just before I let you get out of here, I, I was just, you know, just off the top, talking about the, you know the Mount Rushmore of Canadian musicians and rock and rollers, you know, and we had a moment. There's no doubt back with Guess Who and BTO and Neil Young, and there were some other acts around there. And then you know we've always had some good solid acts. Do you think? What do you think about the state of Canadian music right now? It's not it's not necessarily rock and roll, but we got some heavy hitters out there right now, Randy. We have some monsters that I envy these guys like Weekend and Drake, yeah, and Bieber. Um, my buddy Justin Bieber and my my rock and roll buddies Max and uh, the tr- the uh, what do they call the Truths? The no, Truths, yeah, 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 yeah. I love those guys. There's a couple of shows of them and a Neil Young tribute with Max and the guys. And we did Hurricane, a couple of Neil Young songs. And you know, Canadian music is always, you know, I've traveled around the world. And when you're in Sweden or Germany or France and you see a, a whole block that used to be like we have the Hudson's Bay or Eaton's, the whole block is upper store. But when you go downstairs, it's one gigantic record store and it's divided into countries. And in the back said Canada. I walked into it. There's a big map of Canada from Peggy's Cove to Tofino (laughs) and circled in gold is Saskatoon, Joni Mitchell. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? mean? Joni Mitchell, uh, Widemouth Mason, Winnipeg is circled, Neil Young, Randy Bachman, Burton Cummings, the Guess Who, BTO, Crash Test Dummies. On Toronto a circle, or really a circle, Gordon Lightfoot. All these circles there, and they love Canadian music. And do you know why? Our cities are so far apart that every band is different than each other. 
and every band has different ethnicities. Around Edmonton and Calgary are the Ukrainian people that came. Around other cities are the British people, and with it came the families traditional music. So when you're growing up as a kid and there's family parties and you're at weddings and you know, bar mitzvahs or whatever you're at, you're getting that music, plus you're getting rock and roll and you make your own music and it's all very different. Whereas in the States, when one boy band came out, there, I couldn't tell the difference between NSYNC and Backstreet Boys and 98 Degrees and 54 Degrees or Boys to Men. I couldn't tell the difference. Even now with girl bands, <laughs> with rap bands, you can't tell the difference. When a Canadian band comes on, you know it's Brian, you know it's the Dummies, you know it's the, you know what I mean, you know yeah, it's yeah. Drake. Uh, we all got our identity, and Canadian music, it, it basically, I mean, more people have watched much music on television than they used to watch MTV in the States, because Canadian music was so diverse. So I have great hopes for Canadian music, and... Uh, I love every Canadian band. I know them all. I do shows with them all the time. I'm coming on the road in April. In fact, I'm playing Canmore in May, doing my Every Song Tells a Story thing, I think, which is very close to Edmonton. Yeah, Canmore, closer to Calgary, but you, you've got, you're going to be all over the place. Randy, I'm out of time. Uh, I can't wait for the show. I can't wait for you to come back to town. Um, best of luck, and, and thanks for joining the Chorus family. I appreciate it so much. Thank you. Thanks to all the tap heads out there. Every Sunday night, 9 o'clock, I'm going to be back with a rock and roll time machine. Join me. Excellent. Randy Backman, thank you so much, sir. Best of luck with the new show. Thank you. Well, the old show. Appreciate it. Randy Backman, BTO, Guess Who, uh, you name it. list goes on and on and on and on. And uh, as you heard, Vinyl Tap coming to Chorus Radio March 6th. If you're listening in Calgary, it'll be on Q107 on Sunday nights in Edmonton. It'll be on 92.5 The Chuck. Uh, and we couldn't be more happy about welcoming uh, Randy Backman to the Chorus family. It's going to be so cool.